Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. How are we doing? This is me talking to you from the past because this is pre-recorded because I'm currently celebrating Thanksgiving with my family, but I decided that, you know, there's a lot of you who may be on their on your way. You may have a 30-minute drive, a 45-minute drive, an hour and a half drive, and you're driving there today. So this is my Thanksgiving podcast, and this is something that I think is going to be repeated every year. Now, for those of you who had the pleasure of listening to Rush Limbaugh, most of you probably longer than I did, you would remember that around this week before he would go on vacation, he would tell the true story of Thanksgiving. He would tell it because the left doesn't tell Thanksgiving. I mean, a buddy of mine posted on Facebook from George Washington University, we hope everyone is is excited for our upcoming Thanksgiving break and takes this opportunity to relax and prioritize your mental health Although we recognize the importance of giving thanks and spending time with family and friends, we must also recognize that Thanksgiving for many in our community is a day of mourning. Thanksgiving Day is a reminder of the genocide of millions of Native people, the theft of Native lands, and the relentless assault on Native culture. It is vital to acknowledge the integral role Native Americans played in founding both this nation and the land that George Washington University is built upon. So instead of just... the left has to make this political. So, I think that it's important to tell the true story. And if you have kids listening right now, this is important to them. So, what Rush would do is he would simply read from his book. But now there's there was then he added another book called Rush Revere and the in the Brave Pilgrims. They're actually children's books, and I'm not sure exactly where you can get them, but I'm sure you can find them. Now, in the children's book, Rush Revere and the Brave Pilgrims went into a they went to he went into a little bit more detail about the Indians, the Native Americans who helped the arriving of the Pilgrims, and what the and that the actual story is how the true story of Thanksgiving has been obscured by what is taught, what I was taught, what you were taught, what your kids were taught. Now, here's the version that you've probably been taught: the Pilgrims arrive here after an arduous trip across the Atlantic Ocean. They didn't know why they were. Had they no idea what to do? They had nothing. The Indians took pity on them. The Indians saw them, and the Indians saved them. The Indians taught them how to do things they didn't know how to do, like grow food, catch beavers, stuff like that. The Indians saved them. 
the pilgrims thank them by growing a whole bunch of food and having this big feast. That sounds about what we've been taught. I mean, as a kid, you know, we would choose whether you were an Indian or a pilgrim. I think I always chose Indian because you got to wear this cool little vest. But Thanksgiving is taught that without the Native Americans, there wouldn't be a country because the pilgrims would have died. At least the pilgrims were nice enough to pay the Indians back with a big dinner. That's the problem with that. That's not what happened. Not even close to what happened, which is why Rush decided it was important. And Rush is the godfather of this medium, and he always will. May he rest in peace. I hope he's having a big feast with Jesus today. But he went into greater detail about some of the Native Americans who provided assistance to the arriving pilgrims, particularly a young Native American by the name of Squanto. And last year, he, 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 when he was talking, he came across the story in The Federalist. There was a lot of discussion about Squanto, who he was, what he did, how he helped, the details. Here's the point. The point is, the true story of Thanksgiving is spreading, and I couldn't be happier. Bottom line, it is spreading. I'm just curious to cut the chase here before reading into the, ne- into the text. The real story of Thanksgiving, going back to the very first early days of the pilgrims arriving at Plymouth Rock, is that socialism failed. It is crucially important because we have just elected a Democratic Party that is going to implement socialism if they win these two seats, which they won. They're going to try regardless, but if we... But if they win those two seats in Georgia, you can say goodbye to the United States as you know it. It will become a socialist state. It will begin the process of becoming. Now, of course, he didn't foresee that Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Cinema would put a lot of stop to them. Well, uh, this, keep in mind, this is me pretty much reading exactly what Rush wrote. Well, we're down the road towards it anyway so it is crucially important here for people to understand this it's not antiquated it's not cliche it's not something you can make fun of people about it used to be when i first started the show in the late 80s early 90s if you dare to refer to the soviet union as communist people made fun of you they would say ah come on rush you see a communist behind every rock and they try to ridicule you out of identifying communists and communism castro the she comes i never buckled but a lot of people did And they're doing it now. If you say, quote, the United States, the Democratic Party is on its pathway to socialism, they'll make fun of you. They'll mock you. Who's laughing now? Rush saw what was happening. Come on, you don't believe that. You can't believe that. That's just silly. And they try to mock you and make fun of you to silence you. But folks, it's real. The story of the pilgrims begins in the early part of the 17th century. The Church of England under King James was persecuting anyone and everyone who did not recognize the church's absolute civil and spiritual authority, which was the state's authority. Those who challenged the exclusive authority and those who believed strongly in freedom of worship were hunted down. That was England in the 1600s. They were hunted down and imprisoned and sometimes executed for their beliefs. Now, a group of separatists, people who didn't want any part of this, fled to Holland. They liked wooden shoes and cheese, I guess, and they established a community. They were there for 11 years. After 11 years, about 40 people, the separatists who liked the wooden shoes and cheese, agreed to make the perilous journey to the New World. They'd heard about it. Columbus sailed to it a couple hundred years prior. It was some new exciting place that had not been developed. They knew they'd face hardships, hardships like you and I don't know. 
I'm just telling you. We don't know the hardships these people endured. We can't. We are way too advanced now. People who lived in the 1600s would not believe life today. Try to explain flight, jet travel. They wouldn't understand it. They knew they would face hardships, but paramount importance to them was living freely and worshiping God according to the dictates of their own consciousness, their own beliefs. That's what they were denied the freedom to do in England. On August 1st, 1620, the Mayflower set sail. Carried a total of 102 passengers, including the 40 of those separatists that were led by William Bradford on the journey across the Atlantic. You talk about that, that had to be frightening. The Mayflower was not much bigger than 50 feet and had 102 people on it. On the journey, Bradford set up an agreement, a contract, that established just and equal laws for all 40 of the pilgrim community, irrespective of their religious beliefs. It didn't matter what their religious beliefs were. These are the laws they were all agreeing to live by. Where did the revolutionary ideas come from? We're talking about the Mayflower Compact, and this is what Bradford wrote. The Mayflower, the Mayflower Compact derived from the Bible. Pilgrims were a completely steeped in the lessons of the Old and New Testament. They were devoutly religious, and no matter what else is said about them, they were devoted. They were devotedly religious. They looked to the ancient Israelites for their example, and because of the biblical precedent set forth in the scripture, they never doubted that their experiment would work. They never doubted they would get to the new world. They never doubted that once they got there, they would thrive. The journey was long, it was arduous, and it was dangerous. And when they finally landed, when the pilgrims finally landed in New England in November, according to William Bradford's detailed journal, they found a cold, barren, desolate wilderness. Imagine New England as it exists today, as nothing but rocks, forest, undeveloped nature in November, and getting colder. There were no friends to greet them. There was no shelter other than a tree. There was nothing. There was nobody holding up a sign with their last name saying, we're glad you're here. There were no hotels. There were no inns. There were no bed and breakfast. There were no places to clean up. There were no houses. This is real hardship. The sacrifices they made, they had made for the freedom to worship was just beginning. We'll get into the rest of this after these messages. I need you to head over to built.com. That's B-U-I-L-T.com. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. These last couple of months, I have been working out more than I can tell you. I've been trying to get my beach body ready. That way I can look good on the beach next year or just in general. And I think you and I could always benefit from more protein. That is why I was ecstatic when Built.com reached out to me and offered to sponsor this show. They sent me a bunch of free merchandise and a bunch of free protein bars. And I must tell you, even though they were free, which is my favorite type of protein bar, they were delicious. They All I eat, even if they quit sponsoring the show, they will be all that I eat. My favorite bar is probably the double chocolate However, the coconut marshmallow is a new bar. Delicious. Blueberry muffin, delicious. Mint brownie, delicious. So I need you to head on over to built.com. And when you do, you're going to need to put in the code let freedom ring. That's L-E-T-F-R-E-E-D-O-M-R-I-N-G.com. When you do that, you will get 12% off your order. Again, built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com, promo code let freedom ring. They're a good company that definitely... All of this stuff is stuff that I would recommend to my friends and family. In fact, I do. So make sure you go over and give them a try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, during that first winter, they arrived in November during the first half. During the first winter, half of them, including Bradford's own wife, died of starvation, of sickness, exposure to the elements. Now we're getting close to what you were taught in school, spring comes. And by the way, the writing doesn't do it justice. Spring didn't just come. It was a survival. It was an act of survival that you and I cannot possibly understand. Sure, if you're in the American Special Forces, you can. Military people who've trained can understand what the pilgrims were. You and I cannot. We've never done anything like that. And like that first winter in the new world, they survived it and they thrived. Spring finally came. They did meet the Indians, the native Americans who were there who did help them in planting corn and fishing for cod, who showed them where the beavers were. So the beavers could be skinned for coats, other things. You animal rights people are not going to like some of the story, but it happened. But even at this, even with this degree of, of assistance from the Indians, the native Americans, there wasn't any prosperity yet. They had the Mayflower Compact. They had these laws they were living by, and there was no prosperity. You wonder why. Now, this is important to understand here, folks, because this is where modern American history lessons end, with the Indians teaching the pilgrims how to eat, how to fish, how to skin beavers, and all that. That's where it ends. That's the feel-good story, but that doesn't even get close to the true story. You know, Thanksgiving is actually explained in some textbooks as, as a holiday for which pilgrims gave to the Indians for saving their lives. It wasn't that. That happened, but Thanksgiving was a devout expression of gratitude, the pilgrims to their God for survival and everything that was a part of it. Now, here's the part that's been omitted. The original contracts the pilgrims entered into in Holland, they had sponsors. They didn't have the money to do this on their own. They had sponsors. There were merchant sponsors in London and in Holland, and these merchant sponsors demanded that everything the pilgrims produced in the New World would go into a common store, and think about a single bank, and that each member of the pilgrim community was entitled to one share. So everybody had an equal share of whatever was in that bank. All the land they cleared, all the houses they built belonged to the bank, to the community. Sounded like socialism. And they were going to distribute it equally because they were going to be fair. So all of the land they cleared and all the houses they built belonged to everybody. Belonged to the community, belonged to the bank, belonged to the common store. Nobody owned anything. They all had an equal share. It was a commune. The pilgrims established a commune, essentially forerunner of the communes we saw in the 60s and 70s out in California. They even had their own organic vegetables. By the way, yep, the pilgrims, the forerunners of organic vegetables, of course. What else could could there be? No such thing as processed anything back then. Now, Bradford, who had become the governor of the colony because he was the leader, recognized this wasn't going to work. This was costly and destructive, and it just wasn't working. It was collectivism. It was socialism, and it wasn't working. The first winner 
had taken a winter had taken a lot of lives. The manpower was greatly reduced. So William Bradford decided to take the bold action, which I will describe right now. Now, William Bradford, the governor of the Pilgrim community, saw that none of this was working. The Mayflower Compact was not working. Giving everybody a single share of stock in the common store in the common bank was not working. Collectivism. It was costly and destructive to the Pilgrims, as it has been to anybody who's ever tried it. So Bradford decided to just get rid of it. He threw it out and took action. He assigned a plot of land to each family, and every family was given that plot of land. They could work it, manage it however they wanted to. If they just wanted to sit, get dumb, fat, happy, and lazy, they could. If they wanted to develop it, if they wanted to grow corn, whatever on it, they could. If they wanted to build on it, they could do that. If they wanted to turn it into quasi-businesses, they could do whatever they wanted. He turned loose the power of the capitalist marketplace long before Karl Marx was born, long before Karl Marx was a uh, cell in his father's dreams. I'll let you figure out what Rush meant by that. The pilgrims had discovered and experimented with what could only be described as socialism. They found it had not worked. Now, it wasn't called that then, but that's exactly what it was. Everybody was given an equal share. You know what happened? Nobody did anything. There was no incentive. Nobody worked. What Bradford and his community found was that the most creative and industrious people had no incentive to work harder than anyone else unless they could utilize the power of personal motivation. But while most of the rest of the world had been experimenting with socialism for well over 100 years, trying to refine it, perfect it, and reinvent it, the pilgrims decided to scrap it permanently. What Bradford wrote about this social experiment should be in every school child's history lesson. If it were, we might prevent much needless suffering. The true story of Thanksgiving had been taught for years and years and years. So Bradford, after putting everybody in a common store, the Mayflower Compact, they wanted to be fair. They wanted everybody to have one common share of the stock that happened that the pilgrims produced, and it bombed. It did not work. There was no prosperity. There was no creativity because there was no incentive. Here's what Bradford wrote, and I'm quoting. For this community, so far as it was, was found to breed much confusion and discontent. They were not happy. This community was found to breed much confusion and discontent and retard much employment, which would have been to their benefit and comfort. In other words, in modern language, nobody worked. That was the way it was set up, killed and discouraged work. There was no need. For young men that were most able and fit for their labor and service, they sat around and did nothing. They should spend their time and strength to work for other men's wives and children without being paid for it. Why would they do that? So they didn't. That was thought injustice. Why would you work for other people when you can't work for yourself? What's the point? Do you hear what he's, what he was saying, ladies and gentlemen? The pilgrims found that they could not be expected to do their best work without incentive. So what did Bradford's community try next? They unharnessed the power of the good old free enterprise by invoking capitalism. The principle of private property all the way back in the 1600s was incredible. Every family was assigned its own plot of land and could do with it whatever they wanted. This had very good success, wrote Bradford, for it made all hands industrious so as much corn was planted than otherwise would have been. So when profit was introduced, when the opportunity to prosper was introduced, it went gangbusters. That, my friends, is the essence of the true story of Thanksgiving. Now, this is where it gets really good. If you're laboring under the misconception that I was, as I was taught in school, they set up trading posts and exchanged goods with the Indians. And after they had enjoyed this prosperity, it was not the Indians that brought them to prosperity. It's not said to insult anybody. The Indians assisted in their arrival undeniably. But what led to the prosperity for these original settlers was a common store failed that socialism did not work.
It's when they introduced what turns out to be capitalism. They didn't have the name for it, but when they turned loose individual incentive, keep what you produce, sell what you don't, it went crazy. This is not something they were taught by anybody by self-experience. It's not the Indians. None of this is said to put anybody down. Don't misunderstand. It just did not work. Now, Rush had mentioned this Federalist story that we'll get back, we'll get into after this next break. But I want to take a minute to tell you that I'm thankful personally for Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is somebody who I listened to in the car with my grandfather when I was a kid. It would be Rush, it would be Sean Hannity. And I think this truly did make me a conservative. And I think that's why it's important. Many of you uh, have kids who are listening right now. It's important that they, they don't have to listen to me. I'm not very smart. But they need to listen to somebody on the right. Preferably somebody who's close in their age. I mean, I'm 20. You know, CJ Pearson's 19. All these people are super young. And it's important that they hear it from somebody like us. Because I'm thankful for being able to listen to Rush for as many years as I was able to. Many of you maybe double the amount of time I was able to listen to him. And I think it's important because if you don't teach your kids this, the left is not going to let them teach your kids this in the schools. Now, we're going to get back into this Federalist story when we get back from this break. If you're like me, you're super busy all the time. That's why my friends over at The Conservative Briefing have started their very own newsletter, and it's quickly becoming one of their top newsletters in the country. So when you subscribe every morning, right to your email box, you're going to get a list of about uh, five, 10, maybe even 15 stories, maybe not quite that high, of to let you know what's going on, to sum up the day for you, to sum up the day before, what's going to happen today, is there going to be a vote, what is going on. So make sure you go over to theconservativebriefing.com. Many of the stories they put in there I actually use in my shows. You probably heard them a time or two. That's probably because I partly own the company. So make sure you go over to theconservativebriefing.com. They host this podcast for us. It's great, great show. Uh, it's a great newsletter to read every single morning. I read it every single morning. Go to theconservativebriefing.com. Now, now let's get into this Federalist piece. Now, as we just talked about, the main focus we, we focused on was a guy by the name of Squanto. Now, as Rush said, during the winter of 1620, only 44 of the original 102 pilgrims survived, including their first elected governor of the colony, John Carver. But it was an Indian named Squanta who came to the rescue. And as I say this, I explore it in great detail. He explored it in great detail in Rush Revere and the Brave Pilgrims. Squanto was not an ordinary native. Early settlers in 1610 captured him and sold him into slavery. A group of Catholic friars freed him and brought him to England where he learned to speak English. In 1618, serving as an interpreter on English ships, he was brought back to the New World. Now, it's Squanto, who is a famous Native American in his own right in the Pilgrim story. It was Squanto who taught the Pilgrims how to plant and fish, how to skin beavers. It was Squanto who brokered a peace treaty between the Pilgrims and other Indian tribes. There was more than one of the Indian tribes. It was not a copacetic. It was not friendly at one with nature. It was not anything like the multiculturalists would have you believe. There were no squabble. There were squabbles. There were power struggles, turf battles. It was human. The Indians, the pilgrims, everybody wanted, was scrambling for power, for survival. Survivability was the name of the game, and it was not guaranteed. Now, many of the pilgrims literally believed that God had sent Squanto to, to save them, and they believed, the pilgrims believed, 
that, th- that without Squanto, they would have never survived. Maybe they wouldn't have. And they experienced a tremendous harvest in 1621, and that's the big gathering that is taught in the history books. The native Indians and the pilgrims joined together for a huge feast, which is the foundational story of Thanksgiving. That's, a, that's what they teach you in schools. But that's not the real story. That's a textbook brand. It did happen, but it's so much more than that. And Rush loved taking the opportunity every year to explain the truth, especially now given this election, given that election had happened. Because even at the Federalist, this is so great that the story is spreading, quote, one of the most important legacies of early settlers is that they experimented with socialism in the 1620s and it didn't work. Private property rights and personal responsibility, two pillars of free market economy, saved the Plymouth colony from extinction and laid the economic foundation for a free and prosperous nation that we all enjoy. That's the true story of Thanksgiving. That's the story Rush Limbaugh shared for 31 years. And I hope to have the opportunity to share it for 31 more years. Because what the left is doing is absolutely crazy. Now, as many of you know, I write for Campus Reform. And a reporter over there, Addison Smith, talked to students in D.C. about reports that this year could be the most costly Thanksgiving feast in American history. Last year, in 2020, Americans enjoyed the least expensive Thanksgiving dinner in decades. Just one year later, on the, he- on the heels of sky-high inflation, reporters warned warn that this time around could be the most costly Thanksgiving in American history. Addison Smith talked to students in Washington, D.C. about this alarming shift. Several had no idea the inflation was at its current state. One said, that's my first time hearing about inflation. Smith then read off increased price, prices for popular Thanksgiving items with, with turkey up 22%, other meats, poultry, fish, and eggs up 12 Students were astonished to hear how much these items have gone up in price. These prices increases are a big deal for American families, one student responded. When Smith revealed to some students who were traveling over the holiday that they would have to pay up to 50% more for gas, they were shocked to hear that inflation has had such a heavy inf- effect on their daily lives. Wow. I didn't even consider any of that, one student said to Smith. When asked, students said that American families were better off financially under President Donald Trump than under Biden, with one even claiming even his liberal friends preferred Trump or Obama's economy to Biden's, and another agreeing despite not wanting to admit it. It's changing, guys. People are starting to understand what is happening in these schools or what is happening when liberals take control of the country? People are starting to understand. And I know, maybe, even though it looks like we'll win in 2022, it's important to win the schools. Now, I had a position at my local GOP. I, I was a precinct chair at my local GOP. But I was offered a position with the college Republicans for the state. I was offered a, a position with the college Republicans. And there was a time um, conflict where I could not serve both. And I made the decision that, it was, that it, it, it was more important to help college students uh, fight back against liberal bias, fight back against the radical left on the classroom everywhere to grow the conservative message on college campuses than it was to be a GOP chair, precinct chair. After all, my county voted 70-30. For uh, Donald Trump, it might have been 65, 35, a lot. So with that being said, I don't regret my decision at all. It is way more important to win these college campuses. Many of you have kids in college right now. When we get back, 
we'll talk about how to help them. Before we get to the ads, if there's ever anything you think I did bad, you think I did good, you just want to comment, make sure you email me, noah at noahring.org. When you email me, I hope it comes directly to my phone. There's nobody who will screen it before you send it. Go ahead and send it to noah at noahring.org. That could be a story. That could be a news clip, whatever you want it to be. Go ahead and follow me on social media as well at the Noah Ring on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Getter, Parlor, CloudHub, probably MySpace if you really want to look that hard because it's important that you follow me on all those because I do this show once a day, but I post on social media many too many, too many times a day. So go ahead and go over to the Conservative Brief, or sorry, follow me at the Noah Ring. Uh, my website, noahring.org, sign up for my newsletter, sign up for my Substack. stack. Uh, that way I can bring the news directly to you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, and with that out of the way, I want to take a special moment for the people who stayed this long to thank you for what you have uh, been able to help me do. I mean, the idea that at 20 years old, I can talk, get get paid to talk to you, I can write articles uh, on my own accord, and I can afford to do it, really is a testament. And I know what you're thinking, it doesn't cost you a dime, because you just listen to this, right? Unless you're subscribed to the paid uh, subscription on my my Substack, and if you're not, and you want to be in-ring.substack.com, um... I've been in this this space for years, right? I, I started probably in 2018. So it's going on its fourth year of me being involved in politics and commentating and fighting. And I say this every year and I'm going to say it again. I'm really am thankful for each and every one of you who listens. Um, you know, many of you guys, I, I've made many friends off of people who respond to my things and we end up DMing and we've become many, we've become really good friends because of it. So if you are out there and you want to reach out to me, seriously, noah at noahring.org. I, that's not a fake email. That is an email that I check all the time. Um, and seriously, if you have something going on in your college campus, if you have, if your kid's a socialist and you want me to talk to, seriously, let me know. Also, my book, 
Faith Over Fear, a, a Christian's Guide to Politics, will be released soon. And if you want a special early month early copy delivered, hand-signed to you, make sure you go over to inring.substack.com and sign up for the foundation member plan. That way I can get that book to you a month before anybody other than the editors read it, and you can get your Christian conservative guide to politics. Because I think if Jesus were alive today, even though he probably would have some problems with the Republican Party, he would not be voting anywhere near the left. So make sure you go and check that out. Again, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a blessed Thanksgiving. Let me send me pictures, tweet at me at the Noah Ring, post tag me on Facebook. Let me know what you have. I love food. I probably eat too much food. But you guys be blessed. And I do have an episode for you guys tomorrow. So I will see you then. You guys be blessed. And uh, let's be thankful that Rush Limbaugh.